In today's world, we are increasingly dependent on technology. Our business and personal lives rely on it, but as you've probably noticed, it's unreliable. They promise it'll get better, but it usually gets worse. Our computers are slow, so we end up squinting at smartphones and tablets. We live in constant fear that something's going to happen to our personal data, so we're scared into paying for fake protection that proves useless when disaster strikes. Update attacks, fake Wi-Fi, cloud control, and other industry scandals are designed to keep the money flowing. The jokers we pay to fix our stuff have no clue what they're doing, so they do a virus scan and then wipe out our precious photos. Intelligent, successful people feel intimidated by the chaos and think it's somehow their fault. If they only knew what the industry was doing to them, they'd get torches and pitchforks. If only we had someone to explain it all in plain English so we can start protecting ourselves. Oh wait, we do! It's the Computer Exorcist Podcast with your host, Mark Anthony Arena. From the Wallace Memorial microphone in my home office, overlooking the can of worms in downtown Rochester, New York, it is the Computer Exorcist Podcast. Mark Anthony Arena here, so glad you are joining us for our 50th episode celebration. For the celebration, I have summoned none other than our illustrious, industrious co-host on occasion, it's Sergeant Tim. Uh, Mark, you're too kind to have me on your uh, 50th episode. Wow, so exciting! Glad to be here. Right, right. I'm so I've missed you. Like you, this is we haven't had you on in so long. Like, is this the first time yeah. you're on the the new podcast? It, it is. It is, and and all we've exchanged are uh, uh, quips and uh, food pictures since since we last talked. So, <laughs> yeah. so this is good. This is very good. Oh, really? It's just, it's been way too long. Wow. Um, so, folks, yeah, it's, uh, if if y'all are new to the show or new to Sergeant Tim, he's my buddy, and he's Sergeant Tim, and I love getting his take on all of the topics we talk about, because he's got a foot in technology, and he's got a foot in the real world, and he's got a snarky take on things. Um, tell us real quick, I don't know, tell us a little something about you. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, Mark, unprepared for this one, but uh, I'm in the army. Uh, that's why you call me Sergeant Tim. Uh, right. I love to be in the army. Uh, what We're coming up on 16 years, oh my gosh, really? in the army and uh, living in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, which is not Rochester. Grew up in Rochester, though. Uh, miss Rochester, uh, even though Mark doesn't believe that. I miss the snow. <laughs> There's no snow down here, so that's what you need to know about me. I miss the snow. Hey, you, as well as all the listeners, should take a look at the Flyover Plates podcast. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. Flyover. Okay. Flyover Plates. Lay it on me. So it's like it rhymes with flyover states, right? So I had a, a buddy, mm -hmm. a high school buddy, who also escaped Rochester, and now he's in uh, happy and successful in non-Rochester. But he misses Rochester, and he misses the food, the garbage plate. So oh, yeah. he created a podcast called Flyover Plates, because he lives in the flyover states. And he, I'm the co-host, and we reminisce about Rochester and all of its quirks and all of its foods. 
Oh yes, well she was. Yeah, and uh, and and people around uh, the rest of the country also noticed the the interesting um, linguistic errors or or uh, or oddities that that the Rochester folks have, like like <laughs> throughway. <laughs> they don't like that in the rest of the world. The <laughs> they don't like us calling it the throughway. <laughs> I'll have to write that down and tell Doctor Mike to do an episode on the throughway. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called everywhere else? It's called Route 90, right? The highway. Other other words, yeah. yeah. The turnpike. We're, just, we're unique. Yeah, so. so no other state calls it the thruway? I don't I, I've I've asked around and uh I I, I took a I, I took a, a bit of a rabbit hole deep dive into into some some words that are in use in, in certain parts of the country. And uh yeah, you'll you'll find it interesting that uh that we we are unique in in that uh, Buffalo, wider Buffalo area, Rochester Buffalo, that that use that term. Really, there's also what's going on. How about what's that? What's going on? Coffee and cars. Cars and yeah. coffee. What's going on? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I had like ten years ago. I had a girlfriend. He's like, why? She goes, why do you always? All of you and your friends, you always say to, oh, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Oh, what is it? Uh, the uh, the other thing, man. Oh, I miss it. Um, so my 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 buddies from from the Rochester area at the signing off of a phone call goes like this: "Mbai, Mbai." Do you do do you know that one? I don't do it. It, myself. it may be it may be rural, uh, Western New York, but Mbai every time. Really? I, I've heard other people do it. I don't do it myself, but I I didn't realize. Yeah. So that's only a Rochester mm. thing. Well, no, I, I can't. I can't speak to that, uh, uh, you know, with with authority. But I, but I, I, I remember. I have. I hadn't heard it in years, and then I ran into a, uh, well, one of my coworkers talking to him on the phone, and, he, and that's how he signed off. And I was like, no way. No way. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Uh, well, you're the authority on this show, Sergeant. So here we go. No, stop it. <laughs> do you want to do some articles? Let's hit it. Okay. Um, here, this one's from January of 2021. It's from Outkick, and it goes like this: China is sending people to prison for tweets its government doesn't like. So I'm going to read it. I'll give you my take on it, and then I'll ask for your take. And then we will politely shuffle on as if nothing has happened. How's that? Perfect. China's sentenced more than 50 people to prison in the past three years for using Twitter and other platforms that are banned there to criticize Chinese leader Xi Jinping and his government. Marks an escalation of Chinese efforts to control narratives and strangle criticism outside of their cloistered internet. The majority imprisoned have little influence and reach. So uh, their online followings range from hundreds to the low thousands, with one having fewer than 30 followers. Uh, <laughs> and, and side note, folks, like when you get to a point where you have enough technology where it's possible to micromanage people at that level, like that's the scary part. Like everyone always lauds the fact, oh, technology and automation and you could do so many things. No, it actually means that, you know, again, I always say the potential for abuse, right? 
Now that we have computers that can monitor each and every one of us, it doesn't matter if you're not a huge influencer. They can monitor you even if you only have 30 fans. I mean, heck, this show, I honestly probably have about 50 dedicated followers to the show, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you because those are real fans, right? I don't I don't buy my numbers. Like a lot of you'll notice a lot of politicians, right? They'll they'll buy um, Egypt and a couple other countries have farms of people who just click like on people's pages in exchange for money. And if you go to a politician's Facebook page, you will, you'll see like, oh, okay, uh, Hillary has so-and-so fans. And you click on one of those fans and, and that, that fan, that social media user is also a fan of whatever opponent. Right, so so obviously it's not real. They're just buying the numbers because that person's a fan of both sides, which usually isn't the case. So anyway, yeah, um, we hope that we grow this show next year. And um, but yeah, seriously, thanks to all my dedicated, all fifty of you followers. So anyway, China didn't respond to the Wall Street Journal's queries, just as predictable. Twitter declined to comment. Now remember, folks, this is from 2021 before Twitter was liberated. Um. They talk about this one citizen from Tianjin who was among the residents uh, that who were detained for pointing out China's problematic handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I want to point something out here. Um, well, they say that the system regards stability as its principle, and in the face of big problems, everyone protects themselves, this person tweeted, in February of 20, so very early on. Hospital and health officials would all reduce the number of confirmed cases. So this this particular citizen is saying, look, these people are all out to protect themselves, right, and cover their own butts, right? So so they're going to minimize the numbers. I would like to point something out here. I would like to point something out. Unfortunately, we don't we aren't much better around here because if y'all remember anyone who dared criticize the handling of covid here in america unfortunately was also torpedoed but just in different ways so over there they have their their government right over here we have what is known as philosophical anarchy where okay there might not be a law against thus and such but there are social pressures that are used to control each other does that make sense so far, Tim? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was—that's uh, a new term for me. Would you say that again? Sure. Philosophical anarchy—it's something I studied in high school in in political science classes in high school, and that always stuck. Oh my gosh! So I'm, you're saying I'm 20 years behind you? Thanks a lot. No, no, no. I'm saying that well, that that it was just something that came up in class that that just was interesting to me that there are different yeah. forms of government yeah. aside from outright physical force, right? That's amazing. So and, and it's something that, that over the years I've noticed is happening here. And, and you know, it could be a good thing. I actually think it's a cool idea because, I mean, I mean obviously the, the risk is that it becomes mob rule. But I think it's yeah. cool because it means that, that people in theory could govern themselves just using social pressure. Like, hey, you know what? Instead of arresting you for not recycling, we're just going to say, hey, neighbor, how come you're not recycling? Right. Right. Yeah. As, as long as it's not the uh, you know those Egyptian cliques like you were saying that are that are creating social pressure in 
in our environment instead of instead of you know their local environment oh so you're saying it has to be true social pressure as opposed to fabricated well I, yeah it'd be ideal wouldn't it huh right right and you and i are idealists and and yes but unfortunately Cause it's, it's not it's not uh a social pressure isn't isn't uh democracy it's a different it's a, it's a different animal because we want democracy to be uh representative as opposed to absolute democracy you know that that true democracy where where every the mob rule what what all the founding fathers were afraid of yeah so it's it's philosophical anarchy is is has the potential to devolve into mob rule where democracy come to think of it is kind of like a um a governor on your gas pedal or a uh what do they call that restrictor on your shower head Right where where it takes yeah. it takes the the gist of the idea, but then it oh what's the word then it stabilizes it. Yeah, uh, no, I I love the idea of 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 uh, all individuals who want to say something and and project it out into the world to re- be able to receive an honest response from from everyone who hears them, even if it's wrong. Because mm-hmm. then, even even that wrong response back can echo and 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 receive other responses down the road. That's cool, right? And and absolutely, you know, I always say like, if you disagree with me, that's fine, and it's okay. I want to hear your opinion, and as long as we respect each other and have those opinions, it's fine. You know, the other night I was doing this this Zoom meeting for just a personal one, not for work, and all bunch of people were all getting together talking, and they were having a debate, and they were on totally opposite sides, and and they were, but but I commented, I said, I want to say I, I I like all of you because you're all having this nice peaceful debate, and we're all respecting each other, and I said, you know, I could see myself being friends with all of you, and I just, you know, I commended them for for having a nice respectful debate, like it really, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be as crazy as it is out there. So a local court ruled in November of 20 that that citizen had egregiously damaged social order with his groundbreaking total of 300 followers on his tweet. Uh, I felt helpless and indignant, he said, on receiving a nine-month prison sentence. Again, this person just criticized how how, uh, handling something, how, how something was handled. Um, later that month, three men dressed as neighborhood volunteers showed up at the citizen's apartment saying they wanted to discuss pandemic controls. When he opened the door, the men rushed in along with seven police officers and took him away for interrogation. It reminds me of a story I was at. Um, my buddy and I. Um, my, my buddy Nevin and I, when we were young, just out of college, we saw this ad and it said, free lunch at the local hotel, free luncheon, and come hear about making money on the internet. And we went to this thing. We were, <laughs> we were fresh out of college. We were just there for the lunch, right? We got chicken salad sandwich on a croissant and we were thrilled. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and the guy gets up there and it's us and a bunch of boomers, right? And the guy gets up there and he goes, have you ever heard of the internet? It's amazing. He goes, it's basically an ATM. You walk up to it and it gives you money. That's what it is. And these people are all nodding and taking notes, and they're like, the internet is an ATM. <laughs> so later on, they after the thing, they had a bunch of people walk around and you know ask us how we thought about the talk, and we just kind of smiled and nodded. 
And they said, so you want to sign up? And it was a pyramid scheme, right? And they're like, so you want to sign up for it and sell products on the internet? And these are all like dime a dozen (laughs) products that everyone sold everywhere, except you were expected to sell these products for twice the price and bully your own friends. Uh, So they look at us and they go, they go, well... It's it's not like you mean to tell me it's not like you guys just came here for the free lunch, did you? <laughs> we just kind of snickered and looked at each other. Like, yeah, actually, we we're college students and and we were totally fine wasting an hour and a half to get a free chicken salad sandwich. Yes, yes. <laughs> so then, yes. <clears throat> I love how the memories just come out of my head out of nowhere. Oh yeah, I dragged a bunch of friends into a, a similar situation. I'm not gonna bring it up here, but yeah, it's 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 a wonderful memory. I can look, <laughs> all my friends can look back on that time when I dragged them into something stupid, and we all got free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh good, I I, I knew we were we are we are way too similar. That's great. So <clears throat> then this other lady walked up to us and she goes, "Hey guys, you want to meet for coffee?" And I'm like, oh, okay, are you, are you part of this? And she goes, no, no, no. I just want to know if you guys want to meet at a local cafe and talk about make what? money. On, and, she goes, and, and talk about make money on internet. <laughs> talk about make money? Yeah, that's what oh she said. Gosh. She said it just like that. And, and Not even a Jaren? Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> and we looked at each other, and, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm all right. And, like, even, like, I was, as a young guy, I was really gullible, right? You you would not recognize oh, yeah. me. And, and I, even I saw that she was, like, a plant, right? So it's kind of like those volunteer guys who are knocking on this guy's door, and they're like, hey, do you want to talk about handling pandemic? So, oh my gosh, she was a she was like a adware on a on a adware site. She was a real live <laughs> ad advertisement pop up. Yeah, just yeah. a pop up on a on a pop up website. She's a, and you know Dave oh, Chappelle God. did an episode of his show like that where he walked through a mall and there were people who said like, "Do you want to cut belly fat and get a, a car insurance?" <laughs> <laughs> so she was a real live pop up. So anyway, my buddy. Mm-hmm. I, I just said no thanks, but my buddy goes, "Oh sure, I'll meet you next Tuesday," and then of course didn't show up. Oh no. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> tough times, tough times. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think is what do you think is uh, the most important uh, point that this article has for 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 specifically your audience? What do you think they need to hear about this? Great question. Uh, um, well, I, I, so far we're only like halfway through, but but so far, a great question is is again my point here that you know in the old days in the Soviet times they could only they had to pick and choose and they could only go after the largest disruptors, right? Right, right, yes, yeah, right. But now with computers, the entire purpose of AI is to be able to comb through anything and everything looking for mm. for anything the the controller or the the software developer doesn't like so they could easily control all of us no matter how small our sins mm-hmm. so it goes on as more people in china turn to the internet for news government has looked to gain more control by punishing residents and spreading propaganda uh, beijing has used twitter to promote narratives um, and state-supported troll campaigns. So they've got people out there just refuting people in chat rooms, I guess. Um, maybe they're meeting people for coffee, too. So, yeah. 
Uh, Twitter can't stop China from imprisoning residents, but it can attempt to stop them from spreading propaganda. Of course, Twitter isn't going to do that. It's instead focused solely on censoring anyone left on its platform who agrees with Donald Trump on anything. And again, this is before it was liberated. Um, This entire... and, And again, side note, folks, it doesn't matter who you voted for, blah, blah, blah. It's the point. Again, I don't care what your beliefs are. We shouldn't be trying to crush each other. We are human beings, and it's at the very least disrespectful to try to crush each other and claim that each other is dangerous, right? We're here to give ideas. So... Uh, This entire story is sickening and in dire need of help, and it will take more than big tech platforms to make a change. Um, And side note, big tech is just as bad, right? Big tech is just as bad. They they preemptively crush and attack and stonewall, unilaterally stonewall anyone they feel like it, and good luck ever getting back on Google or Facebook or, or Apple or whatever it may be. They crush you, and you have no recourse. Big tech is not a representative government. It is, in fact, the worst form of government we've ever seen, and it is happening. Um... And they go on to say, companies in the U.S. that are profiting largely from China, um, such as Apple and Nike, actually lobbied against cracking down on forced labor over there. And all uh, Nike, Apple, Pepsi, and so on, all their social justice campaigns should be viewed as what they are, which is opportunistic and phony. Um, Yeah, the underlying... One more good point for you, Tim before I let you talk, is um, the underlying concept here of containment versus relaxation, right? You can, when someone tries to contain something, right, you can smell the desperation. Like, how many Frasier episodes have we watched together where it was that, you know, one lie happened and then it blew up into another thing and blew up into another thing and and they're trying to contain everything like playing whack-a-mole. And, uh, you know, on the show, of course, hilarity ensues, but in reality, not always. Um, <clears throat> you know, as, as opposed to the other option, which is my my thing, right? When clients call me and they say, Mark, I just bought an HP. I don't sit there and fight them. I don't try to contain them or crush them or, you know, we need to handle this. We need to deal with it and crush it and control it. Now I just say, cool. You know what? Cool. When the reality hits you, when that HP printer dies in six months, you give me a call. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just be happy to charge you more. What do you think? Yeah, well, uh, I, I, we, <laughs> I started going down the, 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 thoughting, the thought process of, of buying an HP and going to Best Buy to get one. No! But uh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to steer back to, to uh, what those, those correlations between the, the, the Chinese Communist Party and and these the corporations that we we have in our, in our free society here which could not exist in in china as they do here but still they're taking advantage of the freedoms that they enjoy here to support and be opportun- opportunistic and phony uh over in china it's 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 a very confusing uh it was it's i mean ultimately it's not confusing because it's it's human uh it's a weakness in human nature where we where we uh uh, go down those paths where where we we make concessions and and uh, and put our put our uh, our morals on the back burner while we pursue uh, wealth and affluence and things like that. But ultimately, you know, we know where all these they all these paths lead. They eventually lead to the uh, 
the the disasters of the 20th century uh mm-hmm. uh I, I don't want to go into the you know those all the 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 names of all those dictators and regimes and what they've done but it's it's just not good we know that mm-hmm. wow <laughs> truth dies in the darkness right isn't that isn't that the thing yeah that's why yeah. i paid this why that's why we paid tim the big bucks wow oh. um that it, tim has received uh, an official allowance of zero dollars for coming on this show but man that was great <laughs> oh thanks yeah uh you want to do one more article yeah, let's let's do it. We love the Chinese people. Absolutely, we love the Chinese people. But it's it's the it's the it's the party. You know, we love the we love the German people. We love them. We love the sauerkraut. We love the bratwurst. That's and and look, folks. I mean, the whole point here is <clears throat> there's you know throughout COVID there was a lot of hate crimes against Asians, and of course this week uh, now that the Middle East is falling apart, you got hate crimes against uh, all sorts of people. You know from who are here but somehow have a background from there, right? They, they're not involved. They didn't do anything. So the point is, yeah, look, folks, you treat each other right, and no matter where they're from, because obviously they didn't hurt you, and even if they did hurt you, you should love them anyway, um, and, and the world would just be a lot better, huh? It, it, none of this needs to happen, right? If people just calm down and just go back to farming and mining for coal and leaving each other alone, we'd be fine, right? how's this for a how's that for a segue into the next article yes a nice palate cleanser maybe this next one yeah well said well said that's what it'll be so this article y'all know that i i do articles in retrospect so that so that we can see the eternal concepts behind them right so this one is from possibly the oldest article i've ever done august 9th 1978 And this is from the Courier Journal, and they're not even around anymore. And the author is Bishop Joseph Hogan. And the article is Simple Christian Living. And I just, I found this in my grandma's desk and just loved it. And and I wanted to, to read this to you guys because, again, right? Oh, no, it's an outdated article. It's a couple of years old. No, it's eternal, okay? We who follow must also embrace Christ's whole lifestyle, right? In other words, there's a lot of people walking around with, with crosses around their necks, but, but that's really, you got to do more. If there is one word to describe Jesus's own way of living, I think it would be simplicity, right? And, and you know, I say this all the time in my, in my own career, right? I'm obsessed with simplicity. And the problem with the world today is this extreme, ultra-chaotic, um, mentality where every day products just have trillions more features that nobody wanted and it causes mental anguish in people it, it's enough now so we live in a world that's far from simple ha, little does he know uh what, what he's what we got going on in 2023 complex machinery balances our checkbooks and monitors our hearts some of the many meetings I attend make the search for a simple solution into a monumental problem. A maze of red tape and endless forms are to be filled out whenever we want to purchase a car, or buy insurance, or correct an error in computer bookkeeping. As citizens of a highly technologized world, we, again, a little does know, 
<laughs> we have lost yeah. touch with the earth. We need to rediscover the simple things of life, those ways of living that make the world a good and healthy place to be in ways that are radically Christian. Like, honestly, I don't know how normal people do it. Like, I have to take myself off of social media because it's just an extreme fire hose of bombardment of, of stuff that makes you feel bad. And also, I've been getting rid of a lot of clutter lately, and I feel so much better. I don't know what people do when they have so much clutter, right? It just, it just clogs your mind, and it you feel like you need to deal with something because it's right in front of you. And so simplifying it in my life has helped me so much. It helps me focus on my mission. Take love as an example. Love is simple. Jesus could dine comfortably in the homes of the wealthy uh, Pharisees or the tax collectors because of the simple love in his heart, right? How complicated fear and prejudice and hatred are. Uh, hatred breeds hatred and fosters more fear. Those who do not love twist themselves into a knot that prevents them from discovering the richness and giftedness of each person, right? And, and if you think about it, look at our world today. Look how ultra-complex it is, and you have to have laws and hate crimes, and you have to have people are protesting. And again, they're all just going after a group name. They just hate a group name. And, and if you were just simple, like, and I say this all the time, I hang out with people from all walks of life, and liberals and conservatives, and it doesn't matter. I see the good in those people, and, and they all love me because I'm there to fix their computer. But, you know, you just find something in common with everyone, really. Like, all of us have 99% of everything in common. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was thinking when you were talking about the simplicity and complexity is um, is the word uh, Bishop Barron talks about all the time is diabolical okay. from the from the Greek word diabolane, which means to to fragment, to break into pieces, to scatter. What? So, what? so, I mean... So, any anytime you you feel scattered or 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 you, you're encountering something that scatters your family scatters your uh your thought what is it wow it's diabolical wow i gotta put that in my next book because there's a whole chapter about that how how everything is about complexity what if this and what if that and what if this you know you're sitting with a lawyer or a risk management person what do they do right what if this what if this what if this what if this <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Wow, dude, that's wow, wow. <laughs> that makes so much sense because I always say complexity is the enemy, but that makes yeah. so much sense because everyone always says the devil brings doubt and fear and and chaos and wow, you know, folks, you have a choice to make your life simple. All right, let's let's keep going with this. Uh, the laughter is another example. Laughter is simple to take with a grain of salt the world around us, right? Instead of flipping out and, and being offended by everyone on every side, and, and here's looking at you both sides. Um, but especially take ourselves with a grain of salt. The story of Jesus' welcoming the little children is perfect illustration of this. The mothers and the apostles were too complicated with selfish concerns and rationalizations, right? But Jesus and the children can just sit there and laugh at each other because they're free to meet each other just the way they are. This selfish insistence on one's own way, right, is a tightly knotted ball of string that only feeds our unhappiness. And, and you know, I already use the tightly knotted ball of, of yarn in my next book. And I talk about how, you know, every time something happened in my life, I would tighten and tighten and tighten. All right, I'm not going to do that again. And, oh, got to avoid this. Oh, got to tell people to avoid that and tell people to avoid this. And and the world closes in on you at that point, right? You tighten this ball of yarn. 
So, so in the second half of, of one of the books I'm writing next, I talk about how to untie that knot, right? And, and mm. it's obviously you have to pick it apart very uh, procedurally and gradually. Um, but, but think about how he said is selfish insistence on one's own way, right? What do you hear all the time from society and especially technology, right? Have it your way and the power of you. Time Warner Cable's thing was the power of you and it's all about you, the way you want it, the way you like it. So now we're all individually fragmented. I don't know if you remember the name. There was I don't remember the name, the short story we read in elementary school where it was like a, a neighborhood and it kept spiraling, right? So the road kept spiraling outward and outward and outward and people kept buying houses that were farther and farther and farther away from each other until everyone was completely isolated. Wow. No, I don't remember. I, I don't think I've read that one. Now, now I have two things. I, I, have, I have two homework assignments from Mark today. Yeah, right. Anyway, a third simplicity is truth. To live and tell the truth is simple. Dishonesty, cheating, competitiveness, double standards, and trickery require a complex interworking to keep the deceit from being discovered. Ha! What did I just say a little while ago, right? With the Frasier episodes. Yeah, it's an operating system. Wow. What did I just... I didn't even... You know, I just put these two articles together because I figure, oh, Tim's going to like these. But really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so, and eventually one finds oneself chained. But the truth sets you free, right? And I do this all the time, right? I don't have to, yeah. since I don't lie, I don't have to cover everything up. I just tell it like it is. And and sometimes I don't have a filter and, and sometimes I forget a lot of things, but that's called being old, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We can take hope in, uh, to, let's nerd out for just a second here. Uh, remember what uh, Princess Leia said to Darth Vader uh, in, 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 in episode four? She said uh, the, 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 uh, the, the the more closed you tighten your fist, the more galaxies will slip through your fingertips, right? Whoa! 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 I, that's not the that's not the the direct quote, but paraphrase anyhow. But just remember that uh, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to last. You can't you can't squeeze and and hold. Yeah. Nah, it's not going to work. I, I use in my next book. I use an analogy of. Look, whenever I go get groceries, I don't want to make two trips, right? So what do I do? When I'm taking all the grocery bags from the car into the house, yeah. I try to get all yeah. the bags together, right? And I try to hold my arm around all the bags. And then my, my fingers, I usually pinch two of the bags and try to get it. And then what happens? Of course, the jar of salsa falls out of the bag and shatters everywhere. Oh, that's salsa. And now you got no salsa. Now you got no salsa, right? Not only am I out $3 or $9. And for that, for that, for that half a second, you're like, I could dip. No, I'll, I'll, I'll eat glass. If I try to save any of that, I can't save any of that. That's not going to work. <laughs> exactly. Right. But it's all about realizing you can't hold them all at once because if you try to do that, if you become too greedy, it all falls apart. Finally, oh trust is simple. Um, Distrust and protecting one's own turf is a complicated and exhausting business that gains a person only repeated frustration and worry. But the lilies of the field are splendid enough by relying totally on God. Sometimes when I see how complicated we make life for ourselves, I understand why Jesus wept and compared the crowds to sheep running around without a shepherd. If we could just discover the simplicity 
of Christian living that embraces friend and stranger alike, the laughter that understands with a compassionate heart how funny we real, humans really are, and a trust that for those who love God, all things work together for good. I can totally attest to that last part because after years of squeezing and grabbing the grocery bags and tying the knot and squeezing everything too tight in, in the past couple of years, I just say, you know what? I'm going to live as if everything works to my advantage. And I can't tell you how many things have happened to me this year that just fallen, fallen out of the sky, out of thin air. All of a sudden I get this, I get a good deal on a house and I, and I, all these things happen and I'm meeting all these people and networking meetings and they're going to help me grow my business and all sorts of stuff. Final thoughts, Sergeant Tim. Oh, great. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I've been, I've been reading some Tolkien, J.R. Tolkien lately. And so, so that jibes with, uh, with the, the song that, uh, that spoke, uh, his mythology into being and it's and it's a unity and even when uh when when the 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 um diabolic element in the story tries to uh uh scatter with a new song that's not part of the song um the uh the the, the mythology is able the this uh overarching uh good force weaves that back into the unity of the song it's amazing Amazing. Wow! Wow! <clears throat> like like the broken bones, right? Where they heal stronger, or or the the terrible things that happen in our lives, and how we we can choose to make good out of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see how all this. Um, well, I won't see it because we'll all be dead probably. <laughs> but when 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 the story of of China, uh, you know, kind of kind of comes back to uh, a more positive. When when that when that divergence from the from the song you know comes back and and we see how how it all is it's all working for the for the good instead of you know this this present moment where it's it's not not attractive. Yeah, and I remember attending a lecture by a monsignor one time. Oh, like more than ten years ago, and the some of the attendees asked him a question about i mean back then right it was it was the the early aughts or the mid aughts and and the whole terrorism was happening and all you know that whole question and he said something like i wouldn't be surprised if if god uses all of this somehow for his own glory and he just left it at that right sometimes we don't know and that's another thing I, i'm writing in my next book is sometimes when you when you're just fresh out of something terrible and you keep asking, I, I kept asking myself over and over, why did I have to go through that? And why did that have to happen? And why did that have to happen? And eventually, uh, as I got out of it, I learned. So sometimes you just have to wait and see why things happen. Wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for being here. I, I, I really, I'm so glad that, that you're one of my important cast members on this show, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm honored by your invitation. So glad to talk to you, and and come on back anytime. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I can't wait. I will, uh, at your behest, join you next adventure. <laughs> Real good. Thecomputerexorcist.com. Tell your friends about the show. 
and we will talk to you all later. And remember to embrace that simplicity and see how it applies to your life, right? Maybe it just means buying less clutter and signing up for more things, right? Right. The clients who pay me the most money are the ones who, oh, well, hey, Mark, I had a problem, so I just created eight more accounts. Do you think that'll help? Yeah. All right, folks, talk to you next week.